Hello, and welcome to Dice Try, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old, such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Schaub, and I am your Dungeon Master and host. Is it a... Is it a Jesus could work for either holiday. I know. <laughs> kind of thick. Or is it a triple C kind of thick? Um, How thick is that chocolate? <laughs> I think it's maybe just... Just a double C? I or a single C? I think it might just be a CK. Oh. Mm. Mm. Bummer. No. Won't even put up with a warm day. No. Nope. Hello, and welcome back to Dice Try. I am your host and GM, Daniel Job. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, hello. Hi. Welcome so, back. we gotta address the elephant in the room first. Unfortunately, Paul Dixon is not here. <laughs> He's unwell. Oh, also, no. he is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing serious, just whatever horrible flu is going around. We wish him well. Yes. Uh, everybody wear face masks. Yeah. Uh, double sanitize your hands. Uh, just wash your hands in general. Wash your hands in general. Exactly. <laughs> so instead of you know playing the story out because. We're minus a player. We're going to do something a little different today. But before I get into that, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our players. We've got Krista, Earl, and playing today, GTM, which of course stands for Gandhi Teaches Merengue. Hey! <laughs> I bet. Oh, I bet wow. Got, I bet he got some pretty good hip movement, that Gandhi. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gandhi. <laughs> Here's my six hour seminar <laughs> on merengue. <laughs> it's what unites everyone. First, you have to feel the beat. <laughs> <laughs> now, I really wish this would happen. <laughs> Gandhi teaches merengue on 11 series timeline special. Now, yours for 25 and It's like one of those 25, YouTube 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm Gandhi. All right. So. Like I said, we're going to be doing something a little different today. We're going to be doing kind of a one-shot story, and we're going to be playing a different game entirely. It is something that I created called Broad Street. <laughs> and let me read a little thing. Wait, isn't that the name of a British, like, mystery, like, murder Broad Church. Broad Church. Got it, sorry. There's also Broad City. <laughs> broad City. There's a lot of broad. A lot of broads. Bro. No, oh, if you're in Los Angeles, don't we have to don't we have to pronounce it broad? So Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> so broad or brood street is a reference to um, a group of hockey players back in the 70s. And let me read this for you. Bruised knuckles, sharpened skates, missing teeth, and glorious mullets. This is the world of professional hockey, but you're not just hockey players. You're the heroes that the world needs. Fight some aliens, defuse the bombs, and maybe steal some hearts. This is the world of Broad Street, eh? I feel like there just needs to be like an epic, like electric guitar riff after that. Just, <laughs> this is Broad Street. <laughs> 
So <laughs> Glendary chord one Oh one yeah, done. <laughs> we need the 90 90s riff possible on electric yeah. guitar. Like two seconds. Yeah. 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 And uh, here's the basic premise of Broad Street. The players take on the role of professional hockey players thrown into deadly, potentially world-ending situations in the GM helps facilitate the story and plays the monsters slash bad guys that you run into. Whenever a character attempts to do something related to hockey, you roll a d12 and I will roll a d8. If your roll is higher than mine, you succeed. If you are equal to or lower than what I roll, you fail. When a character attempts to do something unrelated to hockey, you roll a d4. Yikes. And I still roll a d8. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. You're hockey players. You're only good at hockey. (laughs) We're only good at hockey. And the same rules apply for otherwise. So if you beat my roll, you succeed. If it's equal to or lower, you fail. Here's a little thing, though. If you can convince me that whatever you're doing is somehow related Related to to hockey, hockey. (laughs) I will allow you to roll a d12. Oh, I wish I paid attention more when I was younger and my brothers were into hockey. All right, well, we got physics on our sides, boys. Big city slams, boys. And uh, for the players, (laughs) that's it. There's no health, there's no magic. You just roll some dice, kick some ass, and tell a funny, ridiculous story. That will probably be riddled with plenty of plot holes. And then the last thing for myself, we have a little chart here that I created, which allows us to randomly create the monsters and uh, their evil plan that they're going be oh. trying to carry out. Oh, yeah. so kind of a la fiasco, fiasco-y... A little uh, bit, yeah. Dice dictate story, kind but of. But I'll, I'll roll that in just a second. First, mm. instead of asking you guys questions, we're going to create characters real quick. Your hockey players. We're just going to kind of come up with names, what position they potentially play, maybe what song plays uh, when they score at all. So who wants to start first? Let's start with Krista. Okay. So, what is the name of your hockey player? I, I feel like the first thing that came to my mind was Jeff, but spelled Geoff. Yeah. G-E-O-F-F. <laughs> yes. Geoff. I do like that idea of a girl trying, pretending to be... So you're a woman dressed up as a man playing in a men's hockey league? Yeah, because they won't allow women in the hockey league, so... Oh, yeah. Getting that, getting that sweet and mighty ducks action. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what is Jeff's real name? This is female. Georgia. 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 <laughs> oh, shout out to Georgia. Yeah, shout out to Georgia Hardstark. <laughs> okay. For no reason, just because you're a badass. Yeah, you're awesome. And what yeah, is... unhockey related. You're not really related to that character. It's also, just... now I'm trying to Don't. imagine Georgia Hardstark <laughs> as a hockey player, and it's but pretending the to be a guy. Incredible thing. And, and for some reason, she's also doing like a Food Network HGTV show as as this this hockey player version of herself. Anyways. Okay. And uh, what kind of position does? Uh, I don't know Jeff, enough about hockey Georgia. to know. Are they positions. like the big bruiser? Are they the no. fast skater? The fa- probably the fast agile. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I guess, do they score the points? Or do they prevent people from getting points? I would say score the points or facilitate in the scoring mm-hmm. of points. Okay. And Forward. what song plays when Jeff scores a goal? Is, is 
the name of the song living on a prayer but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is yes. something I don't care. Yeah, okay, that bon one. Jovi? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, I like it. Earl, what is the name of your hockey player? Uh, nah, I think my hockey player's name is probably something like Stuart. Yeah, Stuart, I... something Stuart. Yeah, mainly because I imagine my hockey player would probably be, uh, uh, right now, just sort of coming to some backstory things. I think, uh... I think this hockey player probably, uh, I think he really more wanted to be a figgy skater when he grew up, but uh, his parents, his upbringing, his town, didn't really allow for such artistic expression on the ice, mm-hmm. so he had to settle for a, a, a brute masculinity, a, a force, uh, a use of, of, of violence and, and precision on the ice as opposed to being a thing of beauty that cuts through. Uh, in, in agile grace, he now cuts through with fury and fire. But, uh, you know, if he could, he'd be doing tri- toe loops and triple lutzes all day, but uh, none of the other guys at the uh, at the club think that's very cool. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what position does Stuart play? I think Stuart might have a lot of pent-up rage issues. So uh, he's, because he's not allowed to express who so he truly he's is. like a goon? Maybe? I think he's pretty much a goon. <laughs> But he's the best-looking, most graceful, moving goon you've seen in your life. <laughs> All right. And what song plays when Stuart scores a goal? Uh, I believe. I think he's trying to keep keep the things uh, a little. You know, had he been able to do the things that he'd be able to do, I think. Uh, I think the song "Maniac" plays. I'm loving this. GTM. Yes. First of all, welcome to the show. Hello. That's my first time playing. GTM. What is the name of your hockey player? Um, I think I'm gonna go off what we were talking about before, and I'm gonna call him Eric the Iceman Martinez. Uh, he is a goalie, okay. and he talks in a terrible British accent, boys! Boy! For no reason. So, if he's a goalie, he's probably not making a lot of goals. Yeah. What a song plays when he makes a save. Um, Enya. Enya? <laughs> Whatever her... Whatever. It's oh, or or is it Orinoco Flow? <laughs> boom, boom, sail away, sail away, sail away. Or or I guess the other option would be uh, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first one. Yeah, okay, Orinoco Flow. Or the Lord of the Rings. Orinoco Flow. Or yeah. And it's just that part. It's because I mean there's a lot to that song. Like the, so it's just that like the goal save happens and then it's just boom 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 boom. Okay. So I love it. You congratulations, you've created your characters for this story. So what I'm gonna do real quick is I'm gonna roll on my little chart here and figure out what bad guys you're facing. A uh, quick question to our uh, game master. Yeah. Uh, do we 
Do we have a team name? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys can decide on your team name. Oh. 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 Where, where, okay, wait, wait. Also, where are we from? <laughs> are we a generic Canadian town? You guys are we even Canadian? Do we have to be? I don't know. I'm, I, I was going to throw in a few ways. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we're maybe Canadian or Michigan. Are we Michigan. Are we from the Michigan. UP? Are we, are we oh, don't you know. Oh, are we, are we uh, North Dakota? Are we from Fargo? That's Minnesota. Oh, is that Minnesota? Minnesota. Oh, that's Minnesota. Minnesota and North Dakota. Kinda. Kinda. Right? I think. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening to my voice right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just travels throughout, throughout the United States. <laughs> regional tour of the so United are you like States a regional America. team for like Minnesota? I mean, I sure. Minnesotan. Minnesotan. Yeah, but you can still be from Canada. You could be. Oh yeah. You could be. You could be imported. Yeah, most of the players are Canadian, anyways. <laughs> Honestly, they play Canadian, the Russian, Swedish. Yeah. And what's the your team name? Oh man, what's the Magic Carpets? Minnesota Magic Carpets. <laughs> yes. <know>. Yeah. <laughs> We'll send these teams flying. Oh, and take uh, them for a ride. Your, <laughs> your entrance song <laughs> right for when your team comes in is um, a whole new world. Magic carpet ride. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know what we can ride. <laughs> Stuart's still in the back, being like, I, oh, I still think it should have been Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you. No, Stuart doesn't work with the flow. I'm still bitter about it. (laughs) Well, Eric's song is goddamn Enya. (laughs) She is a goddess. (laughs) We're gonna leave behind warm LA. It's not very warm. (laughs) But snow is drifting past the camera. And we find ourselves in a small regional arena here in Minnesota. Snow drifting to the ground. There's those big uh, snow banks for when they clear the parking lot. So you got like 30 foot snow banks off to the side of the parking lot. There's a small group of cars gathered to watch this game between the Minnesota Magic Carpets and the Wisconsin Weevils. Goddamn Weevils. And inside of this, and inside of the stadium, the game is already in action. We've got Jeff out on the ice, playing forward, trying to get it into the goal. Stewart is running into the way, smashing people into the boards, but also doing it with a, a pirouette. And Eric, the Iceman Martinez, is in the uh, in the net, protecting the net. Let's say, Jeff, you take the puck. You're going towards the goal. So why don't you roll a D12 for me and see if you get it, Jeff? I got a five. (laughs) I rolled an eight. So you give a nice slap shot, but the glove comes up and catches it. Oh fucking shit, eh? (laughs) Boy, there's a small group of people gathered watching this game. You know, this arena could probably fit, you know, a couple thousand. And it's like 10% filled, (laughs) including, you know, the trainers. There's not enough room on the benches for the trainers and stuff, so they have to go sit in the stands. So, a little bit weird. You're semi-professional hockey players. Wait, are they behind the ice? Are they behind the glass then? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your trainers are behind the glass. (laughs) 
I love it. <laughs> the uh, game comes to a close, and it ends with the Minnesota Magic Carpets eking out a win. Your coach in the locker room is like, listen here, fellas, we had ourselves a tough game, but we needed to play hard, which y'all did. I'm looking at you, Jeff. You're the best man that I know. Thanks, coach. I really appreciate that, eh? <laughs> Stuart, you went out there. You kicked some real butt. Iceman, where are you from? <laughs> uh, With a name like Martinez, I don't know. Orlando. Orlando. Or, Orlando, eh? Yeah. It's an interesting Orlando accent. I haven't been there myself, but I... Boy, it's, you know, we get a lot of, like, <laughs> ice players out there. <laughs> hey, lots of foreign visitors in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, me, I'm from Edmonton, so I don't know nothing about that, but... Oi. Edmonton is out of Alberta. So anyway, uh, y'all, y'all fought hard today. The game puck today is going to Jeff, my main man. It's such an honor, Coach. Like, I oh, really yeah. appreciate Good it. Good hustle, Th Jeff. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You know, this is nothing without my teammates. So, if I could break this puck up and get... <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, how many, a piece how of many it pieces? to each of you. <laughs> Give one to you. And to you. Uh, all, all right, all right, Jeff. Uh, all right, Jeff, we get it. Thanks. Oh, uh, uh, thanks, eh? <laughs> That'd be pretty it's useless. It's a fucking honor. <laughs> It'd be pretty useless if you broke up a puck into a bunch of pieces, you know, Jeff. It'd be uh, kind of difficult to play with it. You know, you don't play with it, the puck. You put it up in a display case, a shadow box, you know, with some nice lighting. You really make a centerpiece of it in your home. Jeff, uh, I... I, I'm very aware, as <laughs> as the most fabulous member of this of this team, I, I I'm quite aware with uh, how to present a a hockey puck in my own home. <laughs> yeah, bro, found it. <laughs> anyway, so we're uh, we're uh, headed out for uh, Illinois tomorrow morning. So why don't y'all go out and get shit faced? We'll see you in the morning. Bus leaves at nine a.m. sharp. Don't be late. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Iceman's already smoking a cigar <laughs> in the locker room. <laughs> Gee, Iceman, I really wish you didn't do that. It's, it's, Why not? Keeps, it's very clearly in. a no smoking zone. <laughs> it says on the sign over there. Eh? Iceman, last time, last time the team got a fine. We we can't keep doing this. It's costing us like uh, a couple hundred dollars every city. So you all walk out of the arena towards the bar down the street, and as you're walking along. You walk by the local uh, community college, and you walk by kind of the dingy drugstores and stuff like that, and you end up at this small kind of hole-in-the-wall bar, you know, one entire wall is just taken up with the bar itself, and then there's just a few booths on the opposite wall, and it's kind of a long aisle down the middle. Not a whole lot of space. Um, most of the people drinking in here, uh, it's late at night, so... It's like a bunch of city workers who were um, clearing out the roadways earlier today <laughs> for the snow and stuff like that. The uh, bartender takes a look at you guys and he's like, what can I get you? Whiskey. Get a PBR and a shot. I'll have a skinny green apple martini, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, good choice then, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff always orders the good things. Wait. <laughs> 
I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just need to pause real quick. I'm I'm just confused as to Jeff outside of hockey uniform is presenting how? <laughs> yeah, this is a good question. Is Jeff always, or Georgia always pretending to be? No. Whenever she's, she tries to only inter- do like surface interactions and outings and then just goes home and it's fairly private. Okay. okay. But right now. But right now, yeah. It still looks like a man. Yeah. Jeff is Jeffing. She's not well endowed, mm-hmm. so it's not an issue. Okay. So <laughs> the bartender brings Bag over your whiskey, PBR, and a shot, <laughs> and a skinny green apple martini. Yes. Thanks, oh, yeah. man. Jeff's uh, washing those carbs. <laughs> you know, it goes straight to my hips. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sitting back, you're having telling, a few you're drinks. Me, tossing, I just can't stop. Tossing them back. And uh, it gets pretty late in the night, about two in the morning. You're all pretty shit-faced, eh? Sitting around, shit-chatting, talking about, you know, your long time on the road. I like Chicago. It'll be a good time. Yeah, I'm a little weary of the traveling. You know, I like my private space, and it's really hard on the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chicago. (laughs) Uh, Illinois. Has Statue of Liberty, right? Ah, wrong no, again. Man. That's that's New York. Uh, that's uh, that's in that's you know, in New York. Leaning Tower of Pizza. What that's what is in, in Chicago? That's, that's us. Uh, the Sears Tower. Uh, 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 originally, I mean, now it's now it's known as the Willis Tower. But well, I was gonna say, isn't Sears out of business? It was it was the Sears Tower, but it's the Willis Tower technically. But no one calls it that, especially if you're from Chicago. Don't ask me why I know that or. Think wow. things about Chicago. I just happened to maybe have spent a lot of time there because uh, Chicago was home to that uh, infamous Bean. I'm gonna have to give give that give that Bean a, a look see. Oh. Take a picture for your Instagrams, man. Yeah. Instagrams go crazy for the Bean. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Instagram goes crazy for the Bean. Uh, as you're <laughs> sitting there having this discussion, you suddenly hear glass smashing from outside. Uh, the fuck was that, eh? Someone littering again. Hey, uh, y'all have any problems with DJs around here? <laughs> Looking at the bartender. <laughs> I mean, there's some kids smashing stuff once in a while. I don't know what the hell that was, though. And then there's more glass smashing. Smash, smash. Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it looks like all the DJs of this town have come out tonight. Well, let's take, take a look and see what's happening. I don't know what's happening to my accent. I've gone from, like... Northern. Hey. I just. I. I'm sorry, listeners. It. I'll lock in on something soon. <laughs> my, my, my accent. I think. I think he's just gonna be pretend to be a pirate from now on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oi. That's a pirate thing. Oi. I'm gonna teach those hooligans a lesson. Yeah, um, right. What it's, the uh, listeners are not seeing are the arm movements that are also true. There are, uh, there are uh, jaunty, uh, swingy arm movements that definitely, from this angle, connote pirate. You, yes. You, uh, you, you'd get it. Or a leprechaun. <laughs> goes outside, so we're in a noise. A leprechaun. Okay. Pirate. So you run outside, and as you're standing out on the street, you can see down the street, you pass the um, community college, and the front windows have been smashed in. Like like someone's trying to get into the community, uh, yeah. or someone's It'll, coming out some, of. Uh, somebody <laughs> was trying to get in. Oh, what's the what's the rush happening at the community college? And you, you hear uh, uh, more them, smashing but... and cracking oh. coming from inside of the community college. Well, 
What the fuck's uh, going on there? That sounds like uh, the responsibility of some of our boys in blue. Why don't we uh, give them a call? I don't know what's happening with this accent. Uh, <laughs> ah, fuck so, that. Oh, I'm going to teach these kids a lesson. Recycling is yeah. the best thing we can do in this country. <laughs> Eric, what do you do? Uh, uh, Alright. Well, so, Eric, uh, jaunts down the street, swinging his arms side to side. <laughs> I yell into the bar. Hey, call the police or something. We're going to take care of these little hooligans, eh? <laughs> All right, I mean... Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> boys, we should just... Boys, we should just head back. This isn't really even our town. We're going to... Uh, so, I don't really know, but so, we've got to... Uh, let's not go into the co- community college. <laughs> uh, Eric, you walk up to the window yeah. that have been smashed, and as you're standing there, glass smashed around your feet, the debris... You also notice in the snow there are footprints, but they are very large and narrow. And uh, they are not human footprints. It almost looks like a clown footprint, but there are toes on it. Oh, that's unsettling. Oi, fellas, check this out in the snow. What is that? Oh, jeez. I think we have a gang of clowns attacking us. (laughs) Gee, bear clowns? Yeah, these don't look like no fucking clowns to me, man. Oh, my God. You hear another door door smack being kicked in somewhere inside the the community college. Alright, uh, I don't know if we should go inside here, fellas, eh? Iceman's already climbing through the window. Iceman climbs into the window and he There's can't... a door! <laughs> it's fucking Iceman's batshit, man. <laughs> Someone's got... We gotta, we gotta keep him told. If we don't have him for the game in Chicago, we are fucked. <laughs> Coach is going to have our head. Alright, oh, f- Iceman! Mm. <sighs> Makes me so angry, that Iceman. And we hard cut to the coach just lying in bed and he's like... Gosh, I hope Iceman isn't getting into trouble again, eh? <laughs> and we hard cut back to the community college. Iceman, you come around the corner into the community college. You know, the security lights are on, so it's just like pockets of light in between the darkness down this long hallway of doors. And at the very far end, you see a figure kicking at a door, trying to kick it open. But the figure doesn't, like kick normally, which is like one foot, it leans itself back and kicks with both feet. And then the figure turns around and the kind of shawl it has over itself kind of flaps in the wind. Wait, the, the figure has a shawl? Yes, the figure is wearing like a Jack the Ripper shawl. Yes. Oh my god. And uh, it turns around and a motherfucking kangaroo. Oh my god, it's just a kangaroo with clown shoes and a shawl. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just a kangaroo with a shawl? It's a kangaroo with a shawl. Okay, the clown shoes are just an, uh, an imagination. That, uh, actually... I'm picturing it with clown shoes, but the toes poking through clown shoes. Wow. Okay. Oh, Joey. And the uh, kangaroo no, turns around, baby. looks at you, and he, and then it turns back, leans back on its tail, and kicks the door open, and smashes it right off the hinges. Oh. Dang. That was fucking uh, trippy. Where did the kangaroo put a sh- get a shawl, and how did he put it on? <laughs> the kangaroo disappears. That kangaroo the- is really nicely accessoried. But I- also, <laughs> in addition to that door that just got kicked in, you can hear other doors being smashed in around the community college, suggesting that the kangaroo is not alone. Is there a fucking gang of kangaroos in here? Is there a stampede of kangaroos? What's the collective noun for kangaroo? A kangle of kangaroos? 
Is that where they get those? I would say a gaggle of kangaroos. A gaggle? Kangle gaggle? Gaggaroo? Well, I have a weird... What if we call them a kangaroo? The kangaroo. Let's go. I have this weird... The feeling. The kangaroo. Inside of the room that the kangaroo went into, it is throwing stuff. Uh, around wait, digging and searching. Wait, that, that kangaroo can use its little arms? Its arms do things more than just sort of dangle? I, I just like poke my head around so the doorway to see. Like. You peer into like a community college science lab and the kangaroo is digging through the cabinets looking for something. I mean, no, but seriously, does that kangaroo got arms? Like, how yeah, is it, is it one of those like roidy is like, it a roidy, Is it a roidy kangaroo? Like, it's got like. No, this one's pretty normal. Okay. So, you know, it's having a little bit of trouble digging through, which is partially why it's just making a massive mess digging through. Is it kind of adorable and entertaining? Are we watching from the door? I feel like I'm watching from the doorway, just like, yeah, big smile, like, Scooby-Dooing it right now. Oh my god, it's a kangaroo. Hey man, what you looking for? I spent a semester in Australia, and... Sometimes you can pet them. This is the closest I've gotten in like 25 years. I don't think I'm that old. Maybe like 10 years. But dang! What is it doing here? How did it get here? And the kangaroo like turns and looks over its shoulder at you. And it takes something and it tucks it into its shawl. Ooh, I like that. Hey kangaroo, what's that? Hey kangaroo, what what you got? What and you the got kangaroo starts there? coming towards you guys. Hey buddy! Oh, him. He's got a... Oh, that shawl is magnificent. And then it leans back on its... Oh, shit! (laughs) And it's going to kick at whoever is in the front. I feel like Iceman would jump out. So if you could roll a d12 for me to defend yourself. (laughs) Fighting is hockey related. Yeah, fighting is hockey related. Ah, yikes. So I rolled another eight. So Yikes. the kangaroo leans back and it kicks Iceman in the chest oh, so hard that it actually pushes him back through all Stuart and Jeff. Oh, heavens. Oh, I felt that. Whoa. And you kind of slide across the floor and then several more kangaroos start coming down the hallway towards you guys, all of them with their little shawls over their shoulder. Oh, it's a kangaroo gang. It's a kangaroo. <laughs> I don't think we should be here anymore. Uh, yeah, is how how bad is Iceman? Is it like crushed crushed chest? Like needs See, medical attention desperately? No, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, just got the wind Wind-up. knocked out of him. Okay. He's fine. He's a fucking fuck. <laughs> and the kangaroos start creeping towards you guys closer. Um, what do you guys want? Is there a, is there a stick anywhere? Any sort of uh, uh, stick like implement? Any sort of uh, 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 you know, broken, splintered wood that could be used as a paddle to to smack at a thing to to use our natural advantages. <laughs> you tell me, man. I I mean, I'm just going to imagine that there is, if there is a splintered piece of wood that is relatively. I mean, they kicked broom. in the door. Yeah, so. I'm imagining there might be some. If not, I see like a, a jutty piece of of plank coming out from one of the doors, and I I yank one one off and I throw it to Jeff, and then I say, Jeff. Use the game puck to fuck up one of these kangaroo. I was just thinking the same thing, eh? <laughs> Take the, the puck out of my pocket and just like 
Did grab you? it and then it like do all this at once, like grab the stick. You want it smooth motion. Yeah, and pull it out of my pocket. <laughs> and then like one handed just <laughs> Go last <laughs> shot. shot. Yeah. Alright, roll a D twelve. A six. Alright, so I roll five, so yeah. puck flies through the air and it smacks one of the kangaroos in the faces and you see it go and its head snap her up and then falls oh, on the floor. Fuck, did I just kill that kangaroo? Holy shit, it took Eric! Or they, they, this is for Eric! <laughs> and then all the kangaroos kind of turn back at you and like velociraptors in Jurassic Park, they're just like... Oh shit. <laughs> I'm not running, but I'm going to start grabbing uh, small puck-like pieces of rubber, rubble, and I start placing it in a row <laughs> right in front of Jeff. <laughs> how many, how many, how, how many roos in the gangaroo? There are four. There are four, there are four gangaroos remaining. Yeah. So I quickly grab four pieces of, of something and I'm like, line them up for you. If you could roll a D12 for do I need to roll it four times? No, just once. Twelve! <laughs> so, four slap shots come out. And you see just four kangaroo bodies drop to the floor in a pile, big floppy feet kicking in the air. Got him. We did it, but like, did I k- kill those kangaroos? Because I feel sort of bad about that. I mean, uh, in Australia, they told me that like they treat them like rodents because like, oh, they destroy okay. farmland. That's funny. Farmers will like go out in like trucks and like shoot a bunch of them. Like oh. it's perfectly legal to kill a kangaroo in Australia, just so y'all know. They appear <laughs> unconscious. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Iceman I say out. we get out of here. Is Iceman, is Iceman also he walks up to the one okay, that did him good. wrong and like kicks it. Um, also can I examine these yeah, can no, we examine they, these yeah, guys? Check what it was trying to steal. Okay. So you kind of open up the shawl and uh you're finding like a lot of like electronics parts, like microchips and stuff like that that oh. they've stolen. There's um, a lot of like glass pieces that they also have in there. Mm-hmm. There's a big battery pack that they were stealing. Uh, do any of the members of the Gangaroo look uh, altered in any way? Like, are they themselves? No. They look... No, I mean, aside from wearing shawls. Oh. <laughs> also, can I see the attached... How are these shawls attached? I are assume, they, I they assume they a little, like, cloak pin, you know? <laughs> they, got a, they got a string that's tied. How did they tie it with those fingers? <laughs> no. what yeah, is it... Is it do, does it look like it was attachable by themselves, or does it look like... Some Someone with put- more control. Put I'm gonna ask on. you to roll for that. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining oh, someone in us before. This is very difficult for us to know. <laughs> <laughs> how did. Well, how did. Four! I rolled a five. Damn. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the limit of my potential. <laughs> and you're like puzzling, like with those little arms. How do they tie? Cloak on. Stuart's just Stuart, you just see Stuart with the shawl on, just like how did they get this on there? Um, and boys, I think we need to go. This little. How does it look? I think it flows really nicely. <laughs> so I've, I've claimed it. I've claimed a, a cloak. Yeah. And Jeff and Eric are just watching you puzzle <laughs> on how kangaroo tie. Oh, does someone want to take a picture for my Instagram? Boy. It's <laughs> got, got, got a little a cloak on, like, next, next to these little kangaroos, like... I'm one of them. <laughs> you actually just took a picture. Hey, it saves my life in editing later. Uh, you, got the, you have the noise on and everything. So you start to skin out. Oh yeah, we should probably. This is. Oh, you made a mess. Yeah, I'm, I'm already out the door. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, fuck these guys. guys. I'm gonna go. And as you are climbing out the front of the community college. You can hear sirens in the distance as the cops are approaching. Down the street, you hear a rumble and a very large truck, like uh, one of those F-350s kind of things, you know, like the double tires on the back and everything, kind of comes around the corner and the fish tails a little bit in the snow and ice. And <laughs> so at, they were in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. And on the, on the back, you can see there's this giant cage probably for keeping animals. Uh, there's a bunch of lights on the top, like searchlights and stuff like that. On the front of the grill, there's uh, two big like bison horns coming up. I want to like sneak around to see, to like avoid their gaze so that they don't just see me walking out of the school. Okay. And, uh, but I still want to see what's happening and I'm going to argue that it's a hockey related thing because I am an agile hockey player. So oh, so you're gonna sleep. do are you gonna do something like a sneaky ladder run or something something like You know, a, like we flew things. Serpentine. Yeah. <laughs> serpentine. <laughs> serpentine. Okay. All out. <laughs> Seven. I got a three. Yeah. So, yeah. Um <laughs> Jeff hops out of the window and serpentines her Way, yeah. I mean, technically her. Yeah. Way behind like a one of those blue mailboxes to hide as this big F three fifty pulls up. Are you guys trying to hide at all? No, I'm still I'm still marveling at my at my at my <laughs> at my at my cloak. So the truck pulls up and it kind of skids in the snow in front of the community college, and uh, you can't see through the uh, black windows, but then the door opens. And out steps this very tall man, and he's got a big slouch hat with uh, gator teeth around the rim, kind of one of the sides <laughs> pinned up. He's wearing, you know, like um, like a khaki shirt, but then he's got a vest on top of that, and then he's got bandoliers on top of that. It is very cold, and yet he has the sleeves rolled up to the elbows, and he's got a big Bowie knife on his hip, and uh, he's wearing gator skin boots. So you're, what you're telling me is this man is a tall drink of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that man is a tall drink of water. And then he, I know, Eric, you know this. And he reaches Good back into you. the cabin and he pulls out a rifle and he cocks it. And he's like, "Good night, mates." 
Oi, question for you. Have you seen a group of kangaroos? Good day. Why, yes, we have. Um, and what might your name be, sir? My name is Paul. <laughs> Paul? Like that, like, just like that crocodile guy, right? <laughs> Eric's like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, anyway, where'd this kangaroo get off to? <laughs> there are uh, the kangaroos uh, incapacitated in down that hallway behind us. I uh, took this cloak off of one of them. Isn't it nice? <laughs> yeah. You mind if I take a look for a second? And he like slings the rifle over his shoulder and he opens the shawl with a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like pulling out the pieces and he's like, my god. They're more clever than we thought. <laughs> yeah, they seem to have all sorts of. Electronics and doodads, knickknacks, shiny glass. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't yeah. know. Was... You know, these kangaroos, they're dangerous. I mean, we we figured that one out. They they knocked the wind out of me. They gave him a big old kick. And then they tore most of this place up, as you can see, and they gesture down the hallway. <laughs> he kind of looks at all the destruction and he's like, yeah, this is real nonsense, ain't it? Yeah, I mean, lucky we uh, happened to be in that bar down the street and noticed all the commotion. Yeah, well, you know, I'll take care of this. Here's my card, and he holds out a card that says Paul, and he's from the Australian Wildlife Service. He's like, Australia Wildlife. (laughs) Australian Wildlife Service. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> You've seen this word before. Good job. And I'm just like sitting in a bush that's like by the window so that I can hear things like. Are you so? Are you with the authorities? Because we did have uh, the bar call the police, but uh, you don't seem like a police man. No. I'm from a special branch of the Australian Wildlife Service. Says it on the card. So these these kangaroos aren't like from a zoo or something. They're from Australia. I mean, maybe from a zoo in Australia. Are they from the Australia Zoo? I've been there once before. I can't say exactly where they came from. They were in Australia at one point. Anyway, pardon me for just a second. And he goes back to the truck and he climbs in. He's like... He pulls up a radio and he's like, hey, we need to call off the fuss. I've got the kangaroo here. <laughs> and bring him back in. Get the cages ready. And as he's uh, talking, you hear a noise in the distance that sounds a bit like, and then this streak of light flies through the air. And you, the Paul looks up for a second and he's like, oh my. And then the streak of light hits the truck and it explodes. What the fuck? <laughs> we're doing one of those slow motion dive out of the ways, like, oh. Uh, why don't you roll for it? Okay, I gotta do a um, slow motion dive out of the Do I need to get way. out of the bush? Uh, yeah. I think so. Um, is it a 12? Can we do a 12? I feel like uh, a dodging evasion. Yeah, we can, yeah. we've, we've done this. I'm trying to avoid an angry other other goon trying to make him 12 yeah I, I grace I'm, I'm doing I'm doing 12 well I rolled a 1 yes as long as you guys so I'm doing a twirling flipping 
uh, skipping beautiful leap to the side that turns into a little like cartwheel back handspring double flip land and splits Eric does like a <laughs> classic dive he would do to catch a puck or something yeah. like, I just roll out of the bush so the streak of light hits the truck explodes sending shrapnel and debris everywhere it actually cartwheels through the air and oh. lands on its roof as fire pours out of it. Were we able to tell the directionality of so, where that came So you from? look down the street, <laughs> and you see another one of those figures in the shawl, kind of hunched over, a kangaroo, and it's holding some sort of weapon in its hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, what is happening? So I'm assuming that now we are being overrun by hyper-intelligent kangaroos that have developed technologies beyond our own, because I ain't never seen something like that before. It's a kangaroo terrorist. <laughs> yeah, it appears to be carrying some kind of a laser weapon. <laughs> a kangaroo. <laughs> and was it just one? So it was one shot that missed, and then there was one shot that hit? Was that what happened? No, it was just the one shot. Oh, it was just the one shot that came and did They're it. They're good okay. at aiming. Yeah. <laughs> and the kangaroo kind of turns its laser weapon towards you guys. Am I with them or am I like some Well, you had to dive out of the bush, so you're all like visible now. Uh, okay. They're like Alruda. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, okay, I'm looking at, at I'm just like at the Rue being like showing off the shawl, trying to show that you're copacetic. It's a good shawl. And you see the Rue kind of arm the weapon. Oh, shit. So it fires the weapon at you. Okay. So we're, if you can roll a D12 again. to evade. Oh, my gosh. Five. Okay. So. Holy shit, did I almost just die? So. You're not going to die. But the laser hits right at your feet and it explodes and it actually flips you up through the air, cartwheeling. The shawl actually catches on fire in the air as you land in the snow and kind of have to scurry around to put yourself out. And then the Rue fires off another shot and it hits a telephone pole that explodes up into the air, kind of pinwheels a little bit and then lands like a caber in the middle of the road and teeters over and smashes into a drugstore across the street. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. All right. Is there, is there the, just yeah, this one Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Does it seem like it's just this one Rue? It seems like it's just this one Rue right yeah. now. Okay. Jeff, do you still have your stick? Probably not. <laughs> is Paul dead? Paul yeah, dead? is Paul dead? Oh, but there's a burning corpse, so yeah. <laughs> Paul is dead. I find his hat. It's like charred too, Chris. <laughs> he puts it on. So this guy didn't really say what these kangaroos are about, right? I mean, they're obviously hyper-intelligent and they're trying to kill us! Okay, let's just fucking get out of here then. Let's go back to the gym, boys. I mean, no, we took out five of them. We can take this one out. He just has a fancy probably toy. a goddamn Kanga army coming through. It's gonna take another shot this time uh, at Eric as he walks out into the middle of the road to grab the hat. Oh, gosh. Uh, do I roll a 12 or 4? Yeah, 12. Okay. 3. Okay. You step and next to the truck in order to grab it, the hat, and another laser hits the side of the truck and it turns it in the middle of the road on its roof 
and it actually you know that moment in Jurassic Park where the T-Rex pushes the truck and it pushes yeah. them so it comes around and it smacks you in the back forward kind of rolling through the snow Eric how far is the kangaroo from from us? Uh, thirty feet. It's actually starting to move forward too. What time of year is it? Is there like ice on the ground? Yeah. Um. Well, there's a bunch of debris from the exploded truck. So I grab some debris and I grab, find like a chunk of ice or an icicle. Okay. <laughs> and this is for Eric. All right, slap shot. Slap shot it. Twelve. And I roll it. Oh, yes. So this piece of debris Jeff's flies really good at hockey. <laughs> so Jeff's the best on our team. It smacks the kangaroo in the face, and the laser weapon flies up into the air. And I am going to. Can I see that that Jeff's lining up a slap shot and go into goon mode? And I basically just do a full on like tackle. Like I run at that thing as fast as I okay. can. <laughs> So you're gonna tackle him. Uh-huh. Tackle that roo. Nine. Okay. So you do the classic goon thing where you grab onto its shoulder and grab a uh, uh, a chunk of its cloak or its shawl. And then you just (laughs) punch it in the face. Can I do that thing where where I Put it over its head now. Yeah, yeah. And you pull, then you pull the shawl over the top of the head, so it's crashed down and crashing it in the face. Just gotta keep it from getting out on its tail, boys. Is Eric, like, awake enough to, like, try to grab it? Yeah, how hard did Eric get smacked? I can't. By a twin knocked out of you. Okay, so, like, could it be a thing where, like, the gun is flying and like dives and tries to catch to make it. a save make the save oh <laughs> no dice jail this is the second three you gotta yeah this is my dice this no, is my need, lucky I dice I need to get my dice yeah. <laughs> so the laser weapon falls and smashes onto the ground and you see a bunch of pieces flying Damn. into the air <laughs> so it's broken and as you guys are you finish smacking, you give the kangaroo one last punch in the face and it flips backward, lying in the middle of the road. I just beat up a kangaroo. <laughs> Who does he work for? What is, what is that thing? We need to get out of here. Did the kangaroo come in some sort of vehicle or did it walk up with <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I mean, it was shooting a gun. It could drive a, a, a vehicle. <laughs> Just imagine, like, it's got like, it's got like a little Rav Four, like. Yeah. I was picturing more of like an armored vehicle, but. I know, I know that's. <laughs> but with a little hole for his tail to go out of the oh. chair. So he's not sitting on his tail. That's good. Um, no, in a <laughs> No, there were no vehicles involved. Why not? <laughs> My kangaroo copter. Mm. Okay, well. My scooter. Let's just get oh, out of here then. Roomba. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm terrible. Uh, <laughs> Eric grabs the gun debris. You can turn it up. Yeah. And he said, "It's like go to the locker room, boys." Yeah, I guess we'll go. Uh, let's 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 regroup somewhere. Let's go to the locker room. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> okay, 
Uh, where are you going? <laughs> the bar, the bar in the locker room. <laughs> the bar in the locker room. But the locker room has all our equipment, so yeah, that's like we've made like, we've made like a makeshift bar. I feel like the bar in the locker room is actually like locker seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So but it's just 17. full. But we've just added like a full like like that's bar. All, that's all anarchy. Like, he runs by you guys. He's just like locker seventeen. Locker seventeen. <laughs> all right, boys. I guess it's locker seventeen. <laughs> so you hustle back to the arena. Into the locker room very late at night, and you open up Locker 17, which has a full complimented wet bar, and you've installed like a cat. There's a little thing, there's a little stand that flips out. Like, yeah. it gives a I make flick. my skinny martini. That's a discussion somewhere Alright, boys, what <laughs> the hell just happened? Kangaroo terrorists. I got their gun. Messed up. Yeah. Drops it. Let's take a look at this. All the debris <laughs> falls into the I mean, Obviously, we don't know what it is. Are yeah. there any markings on it that look... Is there, an, is there letters? Is well, there... even when it was in one piece, it seemed kind of um, slapped together piecemeal Janky. from different... <laughs> Electronic pieces. Uh huh. Can are there any identifiable pieces? Like, why don't you roll? Take it. Oh god. For me? Damn it. <laughs> um. <laughs> are any of the shapes that these things are in similar <laughs> to the shapes that we found on the ruse? Um. Hockey players need to be able to identify shapes very quickly. Why would they need to do that? Or how similar they are because they need to determine whether or not a object like a puck or a stick or a piece of equipment is coming at them at a high velocity. Or maybe it's another player. So they they can uh, <laughs> approximating similar shapes is a hockey based skill. <laughs> Why don't you roll a D4 for it? <laughs> <laughs> is this a similar shape? I got on the four. I got an eight. God damn it! <laughs> We're not the intelligent. The limits guys. of my intelligence! <laughs> so once again Stuart is like, shapes go together. <laughs> I'm like putting. I'm like uh, just smashing two metal pieces together, trying to figure. Guys, I think the same thing. I'm not sure. Uh, Eric's putting on his like. a goalie uniform. So you're getting. I ain't gonna get punched again. <laughs> Got some mascot. Got his glove. What Gets a, a stick. Oh yeah. What a design is on your hockey helmet? Because goalies design. usually have yeah, like goalies a special have a cool. Design. Cool. It's like uh, an Urukai mask. Oh, it's an orc? Oh, Man, nice. An orc. Because Enya, Lord of the Rings. So what you're telling me is like, you're like, you're like an English version of a weeb. You're, yeah. you're like an Anglo-waboo. Yeah. <laughs> Anglo-waboo. <laughs> but he's also really dumb. He doesn't know where New York is. So you're an Anglo-waboo. Yeah. As Eric is pulling on his goalie uniform, um, the business card that Paul gave you falls out of your pocket oh. and drifts slowly to the floor. Oh, yeah. We Do should th- probably call them and let them know that their dude's dead. Yeah, or, like, figure out the fuck is happening. 
Yeah. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull up my phone. I dial the numbers. Is it Paul's number? So there was gonna... a cell number for Paul, and then they have like, office number. The number quarters. You can call. Uh, okay. Yeah. We should probably call that one because the cell phone doesn't. Yeah. Because he's, he's dead. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so you call the number. G'day. This is the Australian Wildlife Service. How can I direct your call? Oh, hi there. So. um... We're currently in a small Minnesotan town called... Hmm, Caboodle. Caboodle. We're in Caboodle, Minnesota. Uh, and we just recently uh, incapacitated six. It was a kangaroo. Uh, there were, I had a gun. There were five of them that were destroying the community college, and so we laid down a good old-fashioned hockey whooping. But, uh... There was one that seemed to have ambushed us with a uh, laser gun of some sort. Oh, and uh, your buddy Paul got got the bad end of that laser gun, uh, and he's gone. Please hold. I'll transfer you. <laughs> and you get put on hold, and some music oh. starts playing. Oh, I come from a land down I come from a land down They're really leaning into the stereotype, aren't they? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I hope it's the Triple J. That's a, that's a, that's a news station, a music station down in Australia. They, oh. they, they have a lot of really good music. Um, they usually kind of dictate the the next hits of the next year. Mm-hmm. They have a, they have a thing. Most of the time, they're spot on. Like the world, the world is like on the back foot when it comes to. Is music your character in just saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on hold right now, but like I'm a world traveler. <laughs> G'day, this is Hogan. <laughs> oh, 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 hello, Hogan. Uh, I don't know. Did, so you're, were you filled you're, in? Yeah. You're in Caboodle, are you? We are in Caboodle, right here in Caboodle. You're talking to uh, three of Caboodle's finest uh, magic carpet riders. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Listen, we're the call stand. Hockey team. Yeah, yes. Yes, Paul is. Uh, we watched him uh, get blow blown up by a uh, laser gun that was built by the uh, Gangaroo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is dangerous Gangaroo you're dealing with. We've come to gather that man. Damn. Paul is. He's yeah. like yeah. Star Wars, like like Owen and Baru kind of charred. Yeah, have his hat. <laughs> oh, we did save his hat though. He always loved that hat. Yeah, it's a pretty great hat. I wear it well. <laughs> uh, it's our goalies now. You're going to have to take it from him uh, if you want it. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> Paul was the only agent we had for the Australian Wildlife Service in the area. And these kangaroos, they're dangerous. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, so about these. They're trying kangaroos. to take over the world with laser weapons. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I believe we've discovered that. Uh, now, I'm not, I don't remember, I only spent a, a, a semester in Melbourne, but uh, I don't really recall. If kangaroos have uh, natural phobias and or weaknesses, uh, something that we can exploit to uh, uh, make it so that they don't take over the world with lasers? Is there uh, What do you suggest, Hogan? We're, uh, we're just three hockey players here in Caboodle trying to help you out. Well, you know, you could always box them. I don't know. 
Oh, we did do, uh, I will say, I did give one hideous thrashing with my fists. Um, yeah. Well, what we need to find is where they're building these weapons at. Right. So we can take it out. Right. Um, do they s- speak? Can we ask them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talk a little bit. Is it, is it Rue language? Because I don't speak Rue. Well, here's the thing. You're going to have to force one of them to talk. Oh. Interrogate him. Oh. Break him. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm ready to go into... Look, man, we're facing, we're facing world domination like anger is with laser weapons. I understand, but if we resort to tactics like that, aren't we just the Gangaroo with laser weapons? Aren't we just like them? I thought we were humans. I thought we were meant to be better. Ask them how they got off the island. <laughs> yeah, also, how are they here? Where did they come from? What are, Why aren't there more Australian forces? Oh, you're dealing with the fire. Too real. Yikes. Yikes. Well, at least they, yeah. At least they they escape the fires. Paul was tracking them all over the globe. Wow. They've been on the run for years. Are are they making? Do they make more of them? Have they grown? When did this start? Who? What? What? This goes all the way to the top. We don't have time for this. You gotta get one of them kangaroos, and you gotta find out where they're hiding at. All right. Well, we just knocked a bunch of them unconscious. I don't know. I don't know if they're still there. We're kind of. We'll go back to see if we can get one. Well, you better hurry up. All right, all right, all right. Wait, Hogan, how do I get a hold of you? Also, what are... Can you help? Are you sending people? Well, we can send people, but it's from Australia, so it might take a while. It will take 18 hours for you to get exactly to Chicago, Illinois. From there, you can take a bus that will bring you here, or you can also take a small chartered plane to the municipal airport that should not take you more than... Two and a half hours. You can be here under 21 if you actually tried. <laughs> well, we'll send a guy. Up, <laughs> uh, guy? Up, uh, guy? We you have fires to deal with. I'm so sorry. Too real. Too real. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait, how do I get a hold of you once I... Copy down this number. Okay. My extension is 11. <laughs> One one, one one. Hogan. Two. Hogan. One. All right. You're gonna have to write it down. I can't remember that. Someone's gonna have that number and the extensions. <laughs> True. Okay. All right. We'll keep you updated. Yeah. Uh, Good luck. Are they? Are they naturally afraid of anything? Kangaroos. 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 We don't really have dingoes here, but what if we had dogs that that we made to look like dingoes? <laughs> uh, I think that'd be worth worth worth. Because uh, I mean, I have a, I have a friend who's a breeder, and we could probably. <laughs> I, I have another friend who's. <laughs> we don't have time have for this. I have another friend who's a groomer. We could maybe we could maybe do a little dog. Hang up the phone and let's go. Okay, okay, well, right, right, right. we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. Oh, we'll talk, we'll call, we'll talk, I'll call you soon, Master. Oh, wait, no, I'm Stuart. <laughs> Bye, Hogan. <laughs> oh, you got me turned around. <laughs> well, let's go check out, let's check out these rooms. Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub. 
In this episode's cast has included Earl Kim and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. I opened, I opened the Frozen 2 special edition banana. Did everyone know that bananas now come in special edition version? I hate, I hate humanity. <laughs> Would you like a Frozen 2 wow. edition banana? You can't trigger? have it, I'm eating it. Now Disney is getting in on banana sales. Dude. Disney is a banana republic now. Well, I just wanted him to freeze it so he could like take it out one day and just like, see, it's Frozen 2. special two. Frozen. <laughs> I have oh a banana god. and it's and Frozen 2. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, now I have to go back before you sell out and get more. <laughs>